Dean, you sent me the nicest message, text message, SMS text message I've ever gotten in my entire like. In my, I thought something was wrong, bro. It was so nice. It was unusually nice. <laughs> Is that not for your birthday? Yes, of course. It was like <laughs> I, it brought a single tear to my eye. Oh, I wow. was moved. I was moved. I woke up at six o'clock a.m. and I was moved. You were wet. Teen. It was moist. It was the moist maker. I, it was very nice. I wanted to say thank you. It was very, very nice. Wow. Usually, we don't talk that often. I mean, we do, but it's <laughs> mostly about every business. Day. Yeah, mostly about business, though. And uh, to be honest, we kind of roast each other all the time, talk a lot of shit with each other. Right. Very nice. I really appreciated it. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, actually. All the people oh. here, the Patreonies, the people that commented. Tell me happy birthday. It meant a lot, guys. How are your knees? Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. Oh. You brought in a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Jonathan. I'm Marco. And I'm Ben. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at One Six Corner for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. Guys, don't forget to use code CW10. That's capital C, capital W, one zero. During our live recording for 10% off all in-stock items. Make sure you go over there and check it out. We have a great show planned for you guys tonight. We actually had so much news uh, this week that I was like, do we really need to talk about Star Trek? But uh, Ben, <laughs> yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ, guys, fuck. It was like, like 1 p.m. and I was still getting shit on the show sheet. Uh, but we do have a great show planned for you guys tonight. But before we get into that, Dean, the Dream Martin, we have a very special segment that we begin all the best shows with. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, what'd you get new this week? I got these from Sweet Manny and Zach. Um, it's the Target exclusive three and three quarter inch Star Wars droids uh, Boba Fett. Um, it's not the droid, isn't it? Uh, the Christmas special Boba Fett? I think it's Bofa. Bofa? Okay, yeah, well, it's, it's the, the animation Boba Fett on three and three quarter. Uh, all new sculpts, uh, pretty amazing. Although, it does not include his like little spear rifle thing, the, the one they styled the Mandalorians after, which is kind of a hmm. bummer, but other than that, it's amazing. I have the original ones, it's not that big a deal. Um... And then I also got the, what Mando is this? Uh, the Maldo Crace uh, TVC. 
Yes. So three three quarter inch also Mando, where they are on the ice planet. Um, one of the nicest three and three quarter inch figures I've ever had. Uh, not a huge fan of the hip articulation, but an amazing figure nonetheless. Um, I think it's the only way to get a season three Mando or a season, season two, two Mando. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. You had to paint the knee pad, but other than that, nailed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. So I got those. Uh, and then I also got, I forgot to take a picture of it. The, uh, what the fuck are these guys called? Death Watch Mando or Commander Mando, Super Commando, Super Commando. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> the the one that's, that has the horns like Darth Maul. I forget what the Black Series. I forget what they're called. He just threw out but, a thousand names and none of those were it. <laughs> no, I was just laughing because yeah, like, Commando is so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I forget Gigi, what they're called. Gigi wants your baby Grogu. By the way, just. Put it out oh, there. Gigi, we have one out in the packaging that you can go have. Link. Just open that one up. We're linked. <laughs> wow, you're gonna let her open up the one that's sealed on the cardboard? The Razor Crest like one? Bucks. No. <laughs> Heck How no. dare you? How dare you? Let me. Uh, you finish with the show and she's playing with it, like you said. <laughs> we got Toy Mafia. Bob Dylan. Has anyone ever made it to a stream before Toy Mafia? I say no. Tukatri, Sam Gist, Eddie Maestro. I got to see Eddie for my birthday and it was fantastic. Ninja Squirrel. Uh, Mark Pearson, I think he's sitting by the fire watching CW. I'd love to hear it. Uh, Michael Mann. Toy Mafia says, I got a quick move to make. Be right back. What an angel. Uh, John Ortiz, Danny Lee, Doc Smizzle, Sweet Sweet Gigi, Irwin. Uh, shout out to Baby Girl 707 and Baby Boy 606. Uh, we also have PT Works in the chat. We got John. A bunch of people filtering in. One, two, three. Thor Gaming. Uh, Marco, what did you get? Yeah, so I think my new this week, last week, was this uh, Mando Boba, and I finally got him open. And I must say, initially in hand, like, I wasn't super impressed. Like, I was like, okay, he just looks like a Boba Fett. You know, he comes with the diorama base, though, and once you get him posed up and get all the accessories on, like, this figure is beautiful. So, really happy I got it. Um, didn't go with the double pack. Regretting it a little bit now, uh, considering that they've announced this new you know, Boba Fett from the show and it doesn't come with a sculpt. So I got to sort something out to get a sculpt, but yeah, so a beautiful figure. And then this Harley Quinn, one that I had been looking for for a while was, you know, someone, someone came to me and said, Hey, you know, I heard you were looking for a Harley Quinn and we made a, a solid deal. So, you know, a deal that was too good for me to pass up. And I would say this head sculpt really, you know, lives up to my expectations in hand. It's a really beautiful figure. So um, I, I fully anticipate in art to do a Harley Quinn at some point, but knowing that it's not on the, you know, the next two years made me feel a bit more comfortable going after this one. Do you mind asking, or if I asked how much you paid for that? Yeah, so I got it for 385 shipped, and I felt like that was pretty solid given, you know, what it, what it's going for. Yeah, we did, Zach, do you remember the auction we did? Yeah, I sold mine and it was incomplete and messed up and it was like like two it was a lot of like I was expecting to get like fifty, sixty, hundred bucks. Yeah, you started money. the bid like stupid low and it bro, it went up and up and up and I was yeah, I was like everybody was like, Bro, the prices on eBay are like through the roof right now and we were yeah. like, What the fuck? <laughs> like this this thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's one of those weird chase figures, right? That it was like not a must-have in the collection, but for that price, I felt pretty comfortable pulling the trigger. Yeah, 
Congratulations. Also, my Congrats. favorite thing about all the new this week photos that Marco sends me is he always puts the razor crest like it's like you know eighty percent of the negative space is the razor crest. I always have to crop them out. This guy it's looks like, great with the razor crest on it. You know? I mean, he I does. Show it off. <laughs> fuck, man, I'm trying to trying to get some eyes on the figure. Uh, I actually Ben John, do you guys have anything this week? Not this week. No. Negative. No, negative. All right, I got uh, the NECA Black Noir. Uh, I had tried looking for it at Target, but I I guess it hasn't hit Texas yet. Uh, but I was able to order it through their uh, online store, and it's I, I just I hate ordering things off of Amazon. I like the free shipping, um, so I had to order something stupid to get this thing shipped for free. It's like a two dollar toy for VV, and then it, like I didn't have to pay nine dollars in shipping. Uh, but it's a great figure. Sculpting is really well done. The articulation is really solid. Uh, comes with some different hands, the knives, which you can actually put in the um, the hip holsters. And uh, I believe the next one in the line is A-Train, so uh, that'll be four of the seven. And then part of me is wondering what they're going to do from that point, because obviously they're going to, they hopefully will make Queen Maeve, but then it's like, do they go with Translucent uh, and some of the, like, the Deep, or do they go for, like, Stormfront? Very interesting decisions by NECA, so... I'm excited. I think they're really fun figures, and even though they're not the greatest, I think when you get all seven of them together, however many they're going to make, I think it's going to be pretty sweet. And I'm where glad to you... see that. Oh, god. Sorry, Zach. Where do you where do you kind of cut off collecting this line though? Like the deep feels like a maybe a natural area where it's like, yeah, he might not be a must-have. <laughs> he's not a must-have, but I think if I wanted to display the seven, I think he's a must-have because he's okay, like, okay. you know, he's a big part he's of like the, the original show, right? seven. Translucent. You know, I mean, I guess you could say, like, he's there, but he's not there. So, I guess that one I could maybe go without, and plus he doesn't play a major role in the show. But um, for me, I think, like, I will buy as many of the characters as they make. I don't know if I would buy the boys themselves, like, maybe Butcher. But, like, I really don't need Huey or Frenchie or the female. Uh, this is kind of where I draw the line. I just really and want the superheroes. would be kind of a sweet one, honestly, though. M.M. is amazing. He's one of the best characters in the show. I love M.M., but, I mean, NECA, NECA's not that great with, I don't know. Like, I, I think I'd rather just have the heroes, to be honest. Uh, Dean's giving me a look there. Are uh, they really yeah. heroes? Well, you know what I mean. You haven't seen the show. You don't know anything Eclipse. about it. Uh, let's get I've into seen the, the first two seasons. <laughs> I don't believe it. I do not believe it. Uh, let's get into the news. We'll start with the Hot Toys Stealth Armor Iron Man. This one's three seventy five, releasing April to September two thousand twenty three. Uh, I think it looks good. I think if you're going to go with an Iron Man variant, the Stealth variant's uh, pretty popular in the comics. So uh, I like I like what I'm seeing. Uh, I know the first one did have some issues with the base, which they sorted out. So I assume this one uh, should not have those problems. Uh, and I I think. You know, Hot Toys is going to Hot Toys, and there's going to be these color variants of Iron Man figures. I think it's pretty par for the course. They're calling this the Origins Collection. Uh, but to me, there's nothing nothing amazing about this figure or this line. Uh, 375 you know, it is what it is. Things are going to be expensive. Uh, but, uh, you know, for me, this is an easy pass. Uh, but I'm curious to see what you guys have to think about it. I didn't think this figure could get any fucking dumber, but here we are. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't like these at all. They're so bad. I don't understand that clear plastic on top of the figure. Like, it's so st- 
stupid looking. Uh, but people seem to like them. You know, good for them. Easy pass for me. Uh, at least the clear plastic is a color, though, so it doesn't look as stupid as the the red one, where it's just, like, clear plastic on top of the red armor, so, I don't know. Like you said, easy pass, I don't like it. I think visually a lot of people do like it. Uh, I think it's different. Apparently, from, I was reading it from some sources, it's uh, somewhat limited. It's not going to be mass-produced as the other ones. Again, take that with a grain of salt. Uh, but I do think it looks better than the Iron Man that they just put out. The I think the trio together look great. Uh, but I think this one is my favorite out of the three. But again, coming in at what, 375? Damn, that's, uh, that's a lot, no? Considering it feels like, it. like you're not getting an intricate base like the original release. You know, where yeah. it has like the shelves and the... And the uh, the connect computer screen and everything. So yeah, I think it's a bit pricey, but I think visually, it's gonna look uh, it's gonna look stunning on the shelf. Uh, for me, it's like that. It's like that store. It's what it was the clone trooper, the chrome clone trooper, and the the chrome. Yeah. Uh, it's like a Death gimmick. Trooper. It's a gimmick sort of thing. It's milking the license, the Iron Man license. No doubt about it. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan of this line at all. I think we saw what a customizer was able to do pretty quickly within a few days of it releasing where he painted over the plastic bits. That looks significantly better. So I, di I just don't completely understand why Hot Toys didn't go that route originally. And then you could go with more of an artist rendition down the line if you wanted to. Maybe there's some licensing issues there. I know there's they're trying to model it after a specific artist. But yeah, just not a huge fan of the plastic stuff. Um, I will say, like John mentioned, this is the best looking one so far of the entire line. But it just feels like a missed opportunity because they could have come out of the gates with some, you know, a concept or a comic book accurate cap, uh, Iron Man, and let's say Thor. And that would have sold really well, in my opinion. So it feels like a missed opportunity. I am wondering if this is going to be kind of the next iteration of Neon Tech. Actually, Bob Dylan just literally said that. I, I agree with that. Um, I do like the color of this actually quite a bit. But I'd be worried it would be kind of like my Green Ranger in the collection, where I like the figure a lot, but the color almost pops in a way that doesn't actually fit the rest of my kind of neutral, like, movie realistic uh, collection. So this is a, a no-buy for me. But I am excited to see it in people's collections who have maybe more of, like, a comic book style setup, because I think that would be pretty sick. Yeah, and they wasted no time here giving us the War Machine, again, from the Origins collection line. Uh, this one's also 375, though it is scheduled to release July to September 2023 as opposed to April to September. Um, I I just don't like any of this, to be honest. Um, I mean, the weapons look cool, don't get me wrong, but I feel like I'm just so used to the MCU War Machine just being much, much bulkier, and this looks like pretty much the same chassis with just a bunch of shit slapped on it. Uh, and it just looks a bit too thin uh, for my taste. And the weapons just don't look proportional to the figure. Um, I, I think they do look okay together. But, you know, for a line that no one really asked for, for us now to have three of these, when a lot of other lines, I think, aren't as filled in, uh, it's kind of a weird thing for me. Um, though, I will say this one, I feel like I'm a little bit less upset about the price because i feel like you're getting so much more with the different weapon attachments and it's just i feel like it's more volume of stuff uh for your dollar 
Yeah, I still have nothing nice to say about these. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't like these. <laughs> I, uh, I think you're right, Zach. That War Machine is traditionally because even in the comics. Now, I'm not. I'm not too familiar with like the super old comics, which these are based off of. But even in the old comics, War Machine is much like broader in the shoulders because he's got all the gear on. So this does look a little funny to me. I agree with Cram saying uh, this is cool back when War Machine was badass. Uh, performance you neutered him. At the end of the day, I just feel, I think it's, like I said, this trio is nice. The thing here is we ask for different, and this is different, right? It's, I don't think it's necessarily innovative, but it's it's different. Um, but I'd still take them over a reissue, I'll be honest with you. But um, I'm still not feeling it. If you if you were gonna collect a line, I, like I said, I think the trio is gonna look great, but at the at the price point they're asking, like the the portrait on the right, that photo, I don't know if, if it's just me, but does that not look like a frown face? Dude, I it really does. Okay. I laughed out loud, man. <laughs> to that point, though, I I think it is different, right? Like it's a little different, but it's also like, I mean, this is like the 60th Iron Man Hot Toys. You know, it's to me, it's just. I, and I and I understand why, right? Hot Toys is like the best-selling uh, property over there, supposedly, at least the MCU version. Um, I don't know. It's different. I, it's just wrong different, though, right? It's like you finish dinner, you want a hot fudge sundae, and then they put mustard on it, and you're like, well, it's not oh, – like I kind of wanted that, but you've kind of fucked it up, wow. too. So. <laughs> and I think it's just – That was um, the best analogy I've ever heard in my life. I appreciate yeah. that. It's kind of getting the comic fans sort of excited, I think, too, right? Because it's that rendition. But like I said, I'd take another 10 Iron Man. As long as they're not going in the reissue direction, I say they're they're moving forward and, and trying to at least spark some interest. The only other thing I can say is the money that they're pumping into this could have possibly went into a character that's more beloved and more, yep. uh, more open yep. With, yep. that the community wants to add to their collection. That's the only thing I could say that this could be taking away from. We'll get there, Yquan. So, mm-hmm. I agree yeah. with that, John. I think the only thing I was going to say is that like the frowning face, even though it did make me laugh kind of at first, somebody did end up posting a picture of a comic book cover that had this head sculpt on it. And honestly, the faceplate with the lines was actually pretty accurate to the comic. So I was like, okay, fair enough. Then I just didn't know better, right? And then that's why I thought it was funny. But for me, it wouldn't fit my collection at this point. So Definitely. Now... Uh, this is, this puts a smile on my face right here. Hot talking. Toys, Cad Bane, uh, 290 for the Deluxe, 270 uh, for the Standard. The 20 bucks I think, is insignificant. If you're not getting the Deluxe, what are you even doing with your life? Uh, this is uh, modeled after the Book of Boba Fett, but similar to the clones that we've seen in the past, you do get a little bit of a nugget of the Clone Wars animation design. Uh, great accessories. You get some flame effects. You get three uh, styles of interchangeable faces. I think they can do those very well, being able to hide them behind the seam of the um, uh, sort of head headpiece that he's wearing. Uh, the, the deluxe version, you get Toto 360, the motherfucking people's champ himself. You also get the uh, rocket uh, attachments uh, for the boots there. And I think this figure is next level. Uh, the only thing that strikes me as a bit odd, and this is 100% probably me not paying enough attention to Book of Boba Fett, but I don't remember Cad Bane ever being this tall, either in um, 
uh, Clone Wars or Bad Batch or in Book of Boba Fett. Uh, Book of Boba Fett here being the most one that I care about. But um, to me, he seems too tall. But, uh, you know, a minor, a minor complaint for an otherwise stunning figure. And uh, coming in at 290, I feel like this is not bad, save for the Man on the Moon base. What do you think, Dean? Um, this is not a figure I would buy, but if I got it as a gift, I'd be happy to have it in the collection. Um, I'm just not a Cad Bane fan, so I wouldn't like spend the money on it. But if you know, I got it. I'm a Star Wars fan, so I would keep it. But am I? Am I off base here with his jacket? Shouldn't that be like leather, pleather? Like it legitimately looks just like it's just like a cloth, like a cloth. Which I guess for longevity is better. But like I looked at these pictures and I was like, this looks like just material. Like it's the same material as his, uh, like I guess that's his like vest. Yeah. But I feel like it should be a leather pleather material. I think you're right about the longevity, right? Like the Batman release, they're going to a different material. They're waking up. for what it's worth, I think it's debatable uh, what material should be. It does look like fabric in the screenshot that I'm looking at. From the um, show? From the show. Okay. I, th- I think in in um, I think in Clone Wars it's it's uh, leather, but this looks like fabric to me uh, in all the okay. shots that I'm seeing. Uh, oh, and okay. it could just well, be, like, I know a lot of studios are trying to be more, like, environmental conscious. So, like, in Blade Runner 2049, they went to great lengths to make the jackets that they were wearing out of Mm non-leather. So I think that could be a thing. You know, Disney's obviously very, uh, you know, trying to be very conscious about that. So yeah, with um, other slave labor. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think the material looks fine to me just based on like a quick Google search of the book. Okay. I'm, I, Hey, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but it just, it seemed odd to me, but again, I was like, Oh, I guess for longevity's sake, that's cool. You know, you're not going to worry about, you know, fucking up the jacket. So, um, super excited for people that like Cat Bane. I personally can't stand him. Uh, it's you cool can do a figure. hell of a voice, though, the, Dean. Hell huh? of a voice. You could do a hell of a voice. <laughs> oh, can I? I? I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. cold-blooded killer. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I don't like the way his face looks in the book of Boba Fett. That being said, I think they nailed it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, what about you guys? I like the interchangeable faces here. Uh, I think this is a top reveal from them. I know a lot of people wanted this figure. We're getting him. I don't mind the fabric jacket, like Marco said, if it's going to give to the longevity of the figure. Because we'd be torn. If they gave us pleather, we know what happens with the pleather. If they gave us leather, I don't think we'd be getting that good price point. I think this is right on a honey hole price point. Wow. Um, I like this. I'm open to picking this one up, to be frank. I think this is... I'd put this in the same realm as the two-pack they gave us from the Mandalorian of the the Boba, uh, where he's in that black, like Uncle Fester, and then in his suit. I think the this is kind of in the same ballpark when it comes to accuracy and everything. I really like it. The only thing that I'm, that I'm catching now is that hat that he's wearing. Does that not, in certain photos, almost look felt? Seems it's probably like it it's does. not of course like it's, it's not yeah. but they textured it really well uh, I like think. 
Yeah, I think, uh, and I'm happy that they gave you the interchange- interchangeable faces as well. Um, I think the only thing it's missing is a toothpick, but uh, yeah, good on them. They gave the, the you, for twenty bucks. You got to go with the deluxe. Oh wow, you actually who said that? Uh, uh, duck collector, duck collector. A toothpick uh, sculpt and yeah. a longer brim option would have been over the top. Yeah, I didn't even see that. Um, good thinking, duck collector, and um, the droid's cool. And yeah, for twenty bucks, I think you you got to go with the deluxe. Not to say you got to go right away and pre-order. Keep an eye out. I think you got time. But yeah, no, kudos to Hot Toys. I think they really did well with this release. Yeah, I have to agree. I think this is a fantastic release. I think they've kind of given us everything we could have wanted with it. When it was teased, I was a bit anxious, like, okay, this could go, you know, this could go really poorly because he has a blue, he has an interesting face, right? And if they didn't really get the expression down, it could have been a shit figure. But the fact that they've given you three different face plates, like, I love that we were getting some. They're taking some chances with expressions on on these figures that have swappable faceplates, so it's kind of can give you any look that you want. Um, so that's terrific. Love all the materials they've used, and I do want to you know talk about price since we you know are always negative on price. I do want to say that this deluxe feels like maybe they've stress tested the market and maybe their pre-orders were soft or they're hearing the collector's feedback or the competition because three ninety for a deluxe kind of feels like a sweet spot where you know you know John's saying two ninety. Yeah, excuse me, two ninety feels like the, like a really good price point, and so it feels like just about the the top end of what we'd want to spend for a larger figure like this with a bunch of accessories. So really pleased with this release, one that will absolutely be coming into the collection. So two really quick things for me, Zach, you actually nailed it. The height. When I heard about this figure being released, I was pretty stoked. But my collection behind me, I have the twelve inch Calax cubes, so. This guy, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, shit, like, he's literally not going to be able to stand in my current display setup. I'm going to have to come up with something entirely different. And then it had me thinking, uh, the figure where he's in Stormtrooper attire, uh, and he's, like, that wouldn't have made sense if he was this tall, right? Like, and again, maybe I'm just not remembering the details well as well, but... I would have thought, like, as a trooper, he would have stood out like crazy if he was a whole head and shoulders taller than the next guy beside him, right? Um, But then, the only other question that I have now, I guess, and we've been getting flooded with releases this week, which is why, again, our show sheet's so crazy packed today, Uh, but where is Cobb Vanth? Uh, We definitely need a Cobb Vanth. This figure uh, with Cobb in that scene, recreating that scene, that was one of my favorite scenes from the Book of Boba next to some of the Mandalorian stuff. So I would really like to be able to recreate that. I think maybe he's. we're just waiting for a Cobb Vanth head head sculpt, maybe. Maybe that's the only reason it's taken a little bit longer. But I think this figure is still pretty awesome, and I would likely end up, you know, putting him down to one knee or or doing something different, right? Uh, Putting him up on on a different shelf, but... I think I will still get this guy, despite the fact that it, he does feel a little bit tall. Coming in on the show, it says that he's uh, 1.85 meters, so a little bit over okay. six feet. Yeah, he's six one on uh, uh, Wikipedia. Tamora Morrison, five eight, which I guess that makes sense. But if Boba's a clone, it gets real messy, right? When you're talking actor height versus character height, mm-hmm. it seems like they didn't make. Tamora Tonoff because clones are six foot uh, in canon. Uh, so maybe that's why it's so tall, but 34, he should be like 33 or just right at 32 if he's six foot one. Uh, it just seems odd that they would make him that tall. 
I will say though, Ben, twelve inches for one six scale display, like a lot of figures are gonna be bottoming out at the top. I need so. to branch out. I need yeah. to branch out. I, I I couldn't buy the Venom because it was like he's gonna be two shelves. I'm gonna have to knock something out. <laughs> so. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to branch out. Hundred percent. Definitely get that deluxe if you're gonna get it. Twenty bucks is nothing. That's a cl- iconic character there. He's in uh, for for Toto. He's in uh, Clone Wars. He's in Bad Batch. Uh, that's such a smart show, addition too, right? So he such could be a, a versatile. Smart yeah, definitely such a smart addition. Elliot, in regards to the six, they'll definitely do a Stormfront since she is heavy in the current season. Uh, maybe season two. Uh, this is next. Boba Fett. Uh, 275 July to December 2023. Uh, this feels like a much worse value to me personally, and I feel like this is the fifth Boba Fett on pre-order. Um, I, 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 I thought this was already a thing. Uh, I was incorrect in that assumption. Uh, you get uh, some jetpack effects. It, to me, it just seems like you know another Boba Fett with just minor changes. Uh, ankle articulation, I think, is going to suffer. You got Dean's favorite boot sleeves, uh, and it just—it just seems a bit squat for me. If I'm being completely honest. Um, I fucking love this. <laughs> uh, as much as I really don't like that show, Boba Fett's my fucking guy, bro. And this figure looks fucking good. How much was it? Two seventy-five. Two seventy-five. That's not bad. I mean, two fifty was usually like you know, kind of the middle ground. So, or it's ten dollars less than the single pack for the Mando Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I like the I I don't like the Mando Boba Fett because everyone calls it the bird shit Boba. Um, also, his like his flight jacket is still tan, so it looks weird. At least here, it's all black undersuit. This is dope. Boba Fett is my fucking guy. I collect all the Boba Fett stuff. So this is a, I'm absolutely getting this. Um, Jack is right. I don't like the boot sleeves, especially because they're brown. Like what the fuck, bro? But I need it. I fucking need it. I think this is a Boba Fett that the community didn't need, to be honest. Um, In my opinion, if I was going the route of, of Boba from these shows, I'd go... With the Mando two pack, or I'd go with the Boba on Throne, and possibly add the Fennec. I know it's a little bit more pricier, but that's the route I'd go. Uh, this was, uh, in my opinion, this wasn't needed. I wasn't a fan of the show. I, I'd go with what Ben said. That Cad Bane's beautiful. I'm not going to be posing Cad Bane with Boba. If anything, I'd be, I'd want the Cobb Vanth to go with it. So that's what I'd wait for. Uh, I even think Cad Bane can be displayed on his own. He doesn't necessarily need a companion piece. Uh, so this is a easy pass for me. This is they're doing they're, the, these bulbas now. They're doing what they do with their stormtroopers. It's just milking the cow, in my opinion. No doubt about it. Yeah, th- definitely too many bobas out right now. I will say this is probably my favorite one that they've released, or excuse me, teased thus far. I was planning on getting the one on the throne. I think that one looks terrific, but this you know costume or outfit looks a lot better, right? The brown boots, the tailoring in the pants, the wider shoulder pads, kind of the paint application on the armor itself. I think this is a superior version. It's just a shame that it doesn't come with a head sculpt that they've 
you know, locked that sculpt behind the more premium releases like the yeah. throne or the two pack. So it makes this one a little more of a, a little less of a no brainer because if it had a sculpt, I would say, okay, all in. Um, but without that, it's one that I want, but I don't know that I can justify because there's just too many. Like, which direction do I go now? They've kind of cannibalized this Boba Fett market. I've, I'll say this. Boba Fett is not a guy you display without the fucking helmet. Also, the throne, he only sits on it for like five seconds in the show and he's fucking off the entire time. Like, this is a Boba Fett that's to the point... You don't have to spend a stupid amount of money just to have it on the shelf. I think it's solid. But after to this, to after, this after, point, I, though, he has his helmet off most of the show. Exactly. I know it's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's he really should have dumb. a portrait. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and I to that throne for me at the end of uh, Mando, even if it was for five seconds, how iconic that was. That's something yeah. that you'd wanna you'd wanna put on a shelf in my. And opinion. then immediately ruined when the show came out. Exactly. Yeah. Well, but the Boba was ruined when the show came out altogether. So yeah, yeah. I like that um, the Boba on the throne is different than like the Boba I currently have, which is the Empire Strikes Back version. Um, but I would also do the throne Boba if I was gonna pull the trigger on another. Mm -hmm. Just because I agree with you, John. That scene at the end got me so amped for the show to come out. It is yeah. unfortunate it wasn't the greatest, but. I was still so excited, and I couldn't wait to have that in my collection. This one reminds me more of the show, which I was lukewarm on, so I don't think I would get this guy. At present, there is the Boba Fett Repaint Armor and Throne, the Boba Fett Repaint Armor Single Pack, Boba Fett Deluxe 2-Pack, Boba Fett Birdshit Single Pack, and then now we have this one up for pre-order, so five and different And the quarter skews. scale, right? Which I know is a different... Uh, yes, I believe yeah, so. Yeah, the quarter scale. Yeah. yeah, but Boba's also a character they do every iteration of so it's not like that's a lot of a surprise so many bobas that's um, a lot of darth vader's there's a lot of luke's and the return those are incomparable yeah i agree what are you and talking you know about different outfits a, every time yeah, you know we're getting vader's a version champ. <laughs> you know we're getting the return of the jedi release with the sarlacc pit base you know i'm just saying it's not a reissue give me a sarlacc pit sorry john uh, now this something different. Equan mentioned uh, Hot Toys Buzz Lightyear. Uh, now, now technically, now I want to be very careful with the way we say this because I'm seeing a lot of people that make content uh, claiming it as fact that Sideshow won't get this. I don't know that we've ever we've seen that confirmed yet. I've seen it rumored. Uh, sometimes these things do take a while to go up for pre-order. Uh, some people were saying if it's not up today, it's not up at all. But I, I don't think that's the case. Uh, at any rate, this is the Buzz Lightyear from uh, Pixar's Lightyear. Uh, I think this figure is incredible. It's incredibly well done. Uh, I'll be honest, I probably won't go see the movie in theaters. I'll probably wait for it to get on Disney+. Plus. But uh, the the painting, the sculpting, the weathering, um, I mean, it looks... Uh, Jobby the Hong says the Roger Rabbit effect, and I'm totally getting it. It looks fantastic. I think a missed opportunity to not give you the... Uh, the portrait where he has the, the messy hair, I think that would have been uh, neat. I haven't seen the movie, so maybe he doesn't have that messy hair with this outfit at all. But uh, overall, I think, um, you know, without seeing the movie, it seems very complete from all the different uh, iterations that I've seen of the uh, cheaper lower-end toys. Uh, I would say maybe the crate for the cat would be cool. I think the, uh, the Target 6-inch uh, one comes with the crate for the cat. Uh, and uh, apparently it doesn't light up. So Ninja Scroll saying $350 doesn't light up. Laser like an $80 toy. Doesn't light up. Um, a little disappointing then if that's the case. 
Uh, what do you guys think about this? Also, this is a deluxe and a regular. So the deluxe is the socks and the computer with the wing pack. The regular is Sans wing pack. Um, is is it like a rubber suit in the thigh area uh, between the armor? Because it looked in the first photo you showed, it looked kind of like it was bunching, kind of funny. Let me go back and look. I think this is like Iron Man. You see that where he's like jumping? Uh, I don't know. And then maybe over here on the side, right here, maybe could be. It's hard um, to tell because all the websites that have it up are not uh, in English. We don't have yeah. the site yet to look. Um, this is not my Buzz Lightyear. Um, I don't really care to watch the movie. Um, it's cool looking, I guess, but yeah, it's just you know. Not what I picture when I think Buzz, so I wouldn't spend this kind of money on that in the collection. Also, you need Woody with Buzz, man. And yeah, until they well. give us a Woody movie, I am buying it. Literally, I am buying it. I think this is a super cool release. Very nostalgic for me. It's just Toy Story is what I grew up with. Um, yeah, it's not the iconic Buzz, but I can still appreciate it most definitely. Um, because this is what Buzz was later on created after, right? Um, but damn, no light-up feature? That's heartbreaking. I would have expected, a light, at that price point, a light-up feature and some voice control. You should be able to... You don't remember the one at the Disney store you used to pick up? You push the button. Come in, Star Command. Come in, what a... You should be able infinitely to, better. All yeah. infinitely better than those. So you should be able to... You should be able to I got to one have, that speaks Spanish. Well... <laughs> He speaks English and Spanish. It's a dual language toy. Man, I remember getting it's the uh, from the Latin. Is, I still have mine. How this dare is, you? This is uh, so. I would have liked to see a button where the wings pop up. Like, come on, there is so much room to innovate on this release. So I do think they dropped the ball a little bit on it. And I'll be honest, I think that if Sideshow hasn't put it up yet, um, I don't know if they're gonna get it, Zach. To be frank, because I haven't, I haven't seen. Oh, they could not get it. I'm just saying we shouldn't say that as a fact. As a fact, no, no, we shouldn't yeah. say anything as it, a fact. It's very knowing. much possible. Yeah, yeah. It's just because they, they put it up right away. Why wouldn't they get it anyways? Is there what is it a licensing problem or? It could be a licensing thing. Sometimes, uh, for example, if this is a 12 inch figure. Uh, Mattel has been making the 12 inch uh, Buzz Lightyear's. Licensing is so like specific, yeah. right? This is a higher end collectible, so I would I'd like to think it doesn't fall under the same scope, but yeah. I could be wrong. But I really appreciate they gave us the plastic dome. They did give yeah. us the um the wings, which was awesome. They they didn't hold back. Where they held back was the light up function. Should have had the laser and it should have you should have been able to push a button and he has his voice chip in there. Uh they did it with R2. They could have easily done it with this as well. Yeah, I, I'm Vader. torn on. I'm torn on that. Well, the Vader was notoriously bad. I'm. I'm, I'm torn on it did because it. a lot of the features that you're asking for were like iconic to the toy yeah. of, of the, you know, fake Buzz, which is our real Buzz. This is the real Buzz. To me, I don't think like I, I wouldn't expect this to have a karate chopping action, right? No, no, of course nor, not. Nor would I expect it to have like kind of gimmicky. Uh, to me, those talking features always are, are gimmicks. Like, the speakers they use aren't particularly good. I mean, the to me, it's, it's just like, if, if it's one less battery to have to put in the toy, like, to me, that's always a benefit. Um, but I, um, 
Yeah, so Doc Smizzle saying, I believe it's because Mattel has the North American EU market unlocked for the 12-inch size. Exactly hard to say, but I don't think it's coming to Sideshow. I'll let you guys talk about this. I want to go get Vivi's buzz so I can find it real quick and let's see what he there's can do. No, in my there. opinion here, there's no... It's a lack of innovation where they should have put a lot of innovation, um, especially considering the fan base behind these characters. Like, a lot of people that are collecting hot toys grew up with these characters. And I understand not necessarily this buzz, but... There's a lot of love for that franchise. Uh, so I think there's a missed opportunity. I think that's why I'm so torn on it, though, because, like, I see this and I and I immediately, I'm like, okay, if I was going to have a buzzier light year in my collection of any sort, I would want the actual, like, the, to the toy from the original movie, right? And I would think that if they did a, a movie about Buzz Lightyear, and I haven't seen the film, I'm hopefully it's awesome, but... If they were going to do a movie of Buzz Lightyear, I would have liked to see it almost as like a, a real life film as opposed to like a like a Pixar version because this guy still looks like a toy. And I've always seen Hot Toys, for me anyways, as like premium, premium collecting. I get it, there's still toys in the name, <laughs> but like I've never looked at my collection and felt like I collected toys. I felt like I've collected one six scale representations of real people. Uh, and when I look at this, it still looks like a toy. But the reason I'm so torn is because I still think it actually looks really cool. And I like all the stuff that it comes with and I like the colors and all of it. Uh, I just don't think I could justify putting it in my collection. Because as I said, if I was going to have this kind of crazy toy-like color pop on my shelf, it's 100% going to be the, the $80 old school version uh, of Buzz Lightyear. 100%. Yeah, well said, Ben. And, and I kind of feel the same way, right? I know we're going to talk about our favorite toys when we were younger for the topic of the show. Um, and so this gives me a lot of feels, and it should be a no-brainer. Look at that thing, right? Like that. Look at this. That was yeah, one like of that. my favorite toys. For sure. Look at this. He's got the, the laser beam. There's supposed to be a karate chop <laughs> thing, but I'm not sure how to do it. He's got the the button Look on the that. back. Look at this. That's, do you know how many memories there are there? I should have added that Look, to the... He speaks Spanish. I know, John. I, I feel like it was... I didn't remember. I should have added that to the... Yep. We needed to translate, Marco. What's going on, Darth Rashid? Thanks for hopping in. Well, <laughs> I think it was he said, anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you guys. No, he said something about, yeah, rice milk. I don't know is what I heard. Um, Jeez, anyways, no. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, look at fuck, that. That was good, bro. I don't know what this is supposed to be, but <laughs> wow. not my buzz. <laughs> That's not my buzz. Uh, <laughs> you got to confiscate this Bunch one. of boys. <laughs> no, that's, that's his, his horchata drinking hand. Bro. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just yeah. shitting right over my childhood. Thank you, guys. Oh, right Let me do the, right, the karate shop. Right there. <laughs> See, but like this one has so many things that this this hot toys release doesn't and i guess it's not one for one because it's supposed to be the movie but it's just hard to justify that price and a hot toy as ben was saying you know we, we're going for movie accuracy and you know photorealism and so this is just existing in a really weird space where it should be a no-brainer for all of us that love the buzz Lightyear, but it's just yeah something's off about it so yeah you mentioned the photorealism and it's like the winnie the pooh that was like the whole point of that movie it was like a photorealistic toy <laughs> bear come to life, right? And they not they executed that one perfectly. This is still in that weird cartoony kind of. Yeah, it still yeah, looks it's, like it's, a toy. It's, it's yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, no. So can you justify a three hundred and fifty dollar hot? Absolutely toy? not. Yes. I'd rather have the one Zach has in his hand because that's well, the real Buzz Lightyear. Is this the first Pixar? <sighs> you heard hot toys. 
like I don't I don't know. I honestly uh, legitimately don't know. I, I what, is it, what was the question? Is this the first Pixar Hot Toys? They did Pooh. I think this is the first Pixar. Hot I don't Toys. think that was Pixar, no. They've though. they've done Cos Babies. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, makes sense. But yeah, this is the but first yeah, actual. I'm telling you right now, if Hot Toys did the... The problem is they can't sell in North America, but if Hot Toys did the Toy Story line with Woody, Buzz, all the characters, oh my God, that'd be a line I'd be behind 100%. Mm-hmm. But but in a way, though, is it necessary? Because you 100%. could get this toy for $30 that does everything from the movie and speaks Spanish... Little well, Martin will be learning I Spanish. I don't know if Spanish is a, is, a, is like a. I think it's from one of the movies. Watch yourself, say, say what you're gonna say. Watch what you're gonna I'll say. Dare you? But what I'm saying is, do you? If, if Hot Toys made it, it would be nice, hundred percent. There's no question about that. Bro. But is it necessary when you could get this for like one fifteenth the cost? I get what Just, you're saying. And it's an actual representation from your childhood. This is a a cash grab like hey remember buzz give us money for it no but you have to understand kids are growing up with this buzz now right yeah this will be the new buzz yeah this those be, kids are stupid but you have to understand this is the real buzz right i appreciate what they're doing in the story i appreciate what they're doing with the story because they're telling us but the see, story that's of- the thing it's not the real buzz now I'm not well, going to spoil the toy is not the about, real buzz. You're talking but the, about the, the character. The buzz, yes, I, I understand. You're, you guys, I think a lot of people are confused about what this movie actually is, and they yeah, don't understand. This is about that. the real person that inspired the toy. Okay, but exactly. you haven't seen the movie, so you, it, in the I very, know that at the beginning of the movie it says something about the. I, I guess we can't get into it because it's spoilers. Message it in private chat. I'm curious. You know, what? that's how they always of... sold this to us. That's how I thought it was. If it's not, story. then this is a piece of shit. No. <laughs> yeah, fuck this movie then. How is a kid supposed to understand any of this stuff? It's like it's so convoluted. Do you understand what these kids understand? These kids have I- Apple iPhones and this and that. Kids in strollers using phones and stuff, man. These that's kids a good are... point. They are. Oh, I'll send this to you on Facebook so I don't ruin it for the panel. Okay, sounds good. Let's move on. Um, uh, infinitely maybe less exciting seven of nine the one six scale museum grade action figure uh this one is 220 releasing q4 of some year uh, they didn't really put a year <laughs> there but uh i would assume 2023 because we're at halfway through 2022 uh this is from star trek voyager and um i i don't have a lot of good things to say about it uh i did look up the character um and I, I just don't know about this portrait. Um, I, and I don't know. I, I don't know about this character. Uh, I'm going to leave it up to the panel if you guys want to chime in. But to me, this Bro. It just looks a bit. She looks kind of like a minute. fish, if I'm being completely honest. Didn't we just see this like two weeks ago? And it looked amazing. What the fuck is this? It's like she no. ate a bunch of fucking. Uh, <laughs> uh, what are those sour heads or what are they called? Rice milk, I think. It's like, <laughs> it's like she ate something real sour and she's just like, trying not to fucking spit it out, bro. I feel, we did see this not that long ago, didn't we? So we saw like, we saw that this was going to be coming out. Like they teased it. So it was oh, part of like a teaser uh, kind of release okay, show. Well, that they they, they lost a ton of. They went from like Angelina 90 Jolie got <laughs> stung by a bee. Oh <laughs> they went God. from like ninety percent to ten percent. Like that's a hurt huge loss. In... <laughs> oh God! I this don't know. Is, this is not good. <laughs> this, this is, is bad. <laughs> I almost John, did. I have absolutely nothing to say. Go ahead. So, 
I have to defend this figure. Um, Get him out I of here. Do th- I do think... I do think that the likeness is not necessarily 100%. If it was just down to the likeness of Jerry Ryan, who is like one of the most beautiful women out there, uh, I would say this is more like a seven and a half. It's it's close. It's definitely better than the last one we <laughs> saw, which was Michael Burnham. <laughs> um, so she has Abe Lincoln's jaw. Like <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Um, and I do find that it seems to me like the developer, actually Bob Dylan just said it, is seeming kind of like aggressive to feedback uh, and is really squashing things and making a lot of excuses for certain things. And the prices continue to go up. This is now $220 uh, plus $25 shipping, which makes this now the most expensive uh, XO6 figure that's come out. Some of the other XO6 figures that have come out have had multiple head sculpts, same amount of weapons, same amount of accessories for the most part otherwise. Um, now, one of the things that the developer said about this particular figure is that she's a bit taller of a woman than Captain Catherine Janeway, the captain she reports to. And so instead of being able to use like a stock body, uh, they actually went to a special developer and had this guy or this this woman like specifically made like this body made for this character, I should say. So they're saying that that's part of the reason for that price increase. Uh, and I do think that the tailoring on the outfit looks good. The colors on point. I think the material choices are great. I do think the body looks like seven of nine. She's pretty voluptuous and uh, slender in the legs. And so there's a lot of good there. And there's a lot of Jerry Ryan and seven of nine there. The problem uh, isn't the body, bro. It's the fucking face. <laughs> what's with is, the hair well and so this is this is exactly <laughs> what her hair kind of looks like in the show except that this looks like straight up one painted plastic uh it would be something i would reach out to zach for for example to be like how can i make this look like more realistic you're, hair? you're, you're paying you're paying uh 220 to re- you know what i say uh, most expensive figure they've they've released you know what i say wait for the third party <laughs> wow wow if he's thing. not being receptive to feedback i would he's not getting my money don't come he into this one minute yeah, he's, to be honest one John, minute, he's not one minute money hold on <laughs> oh, yeah definitely not one minute he's not one minute he's preaching oh we're the company and this and that and and forget these third-party companies we listen to you and that and this and this and that and then now he's not receptive to feedback bro with a portrait like this yeah you now can't he also in this said, economy right He's also said that because this body was so expensive to produce and they were able to get a deal at a low batch number, that in the future, if they wanted to make another 7 of 9, that the cost would skyrocket and he thinks that nobody would buy it. They would complain about the price. And so he's kind of saying that this is probably the only 7 of 9. That could just be a marketing tactic, to be honest. Um, But it's hard to say. Yeah, again, the body is not the problem. The body looks fine. It's Mm -hmm. all in that face, bro. Yeah, exactly. It looks like a fish, and it's shitty because like there's so much potential with these lines. And again, I think she still looks pretty good. I just feel like she needs some. She does need some work. Uh, But I like Michael Burnham, the figure we saw last last week. uh, Like she looked really rough. She looked like a cosplay version of the the actress. I still think this is closer. It's just that with increasing pricing, I'd say another twenty five dollars more, and even this will start to kind of price me out of the Exo Six line. So I'd rather buy a Hot Toys with that Hot Toys sculpt level. Aaron Grove says that's way off. Maybe if she's like 65 now, they base the sculpt off of that. You hate to see it. Oh, shit.
But I've seen a ton of people say that they're getting this figure. I've got a lot of private DMs today to say that they're excited for it. So I am excited for the people out there who are still loving this figure. Uh, not everybody collects Hot Toys, but there's a lot of Star Trek fans out there who have never seen a Star Trek 7 of 9 that's even close to this quality, and they are all over it. So That's a good perspective, it's a for those right? Because... Go, yeah. go ahead, Zach. But it's a shame, though. Like I've, I'm friends with the Exo Six guy on Facebook, and any tiny bit of criticism, he just goes completely off the fucking wall. He does. And I don't think that's very conductive to. I mean, can you imagine if Queen just shut down when with any little nugget of criticism or hot toys or any of those other companies? I, I, I just don't think that uh, that's the right attitude to have with things like this because, you know, you have the people that will support it no matter what, but. Uh, hmm. This this to me doesn't seem all that great, especially for the price point. Sorry, Marco. No, I I was just gonna say that's good perspective though. That you know not everyone is looking at Hot Toys for that quality. They just want the representation, and this is a premium version of a character they love. So in that respect, I'm sure that this is like a really something that a lot of folks can be excited for. But I will just say on the criticism front and accepting feedback, you know this market is just evolving so much. Even Hot Toys, if they don't respond to us directly, oh, Dean's throwing me off here. They're they're at least you know making adjustments that makes it seem like they're listening to us. So you know you just have to listen to that fan feedback. Ninja Squirrel says a lot of Star Trek fans out there. Yeah, they're sixty plus years old with poor eyes. <laughs> Dirty. Wow, Euler says he was very happy when she was on screen. Yeah, everybody Anyways, was. <laughs> I think Ben's actually told us about this chick before in the past, and I do recall Googling, and I was impressed. Oh, yeah, 7 um, of 9 is a badass, and, like, the actress who plays her is fucking beautiful. I'd want a and 6 we, of 9, if you know what I mean. <laughs> we, we just saw, like, a prototype a couple weeks ago, and it looked amazing, but huge drop-off, like... I don't know what the fuck happened. That was a hilarious joke. I fucking hate all of you guys. <laughs> no, that was um, good. I laughed. There's I was more? just mute. <laughs> <laughs> There's also uh, an update. Yeah. Uh, ben, I'll let you take this one. Yeah, this one's really quick. Uh, Nanjin also put on his Facebook that uh, Picard, Data, and Janeway are back in stock. Apparently they found uh, some shipment, uh, or they had some extras uh, that they didn't realize was in their shipment system. I kind of laughed about that, because that reminds me of, like, you know, Sideshow finding it out of the out of the water. Like, oh, you know, we thought that ship sank, but uh, here's actually another boat full. Um, it feels like a bit of a marketing ploy again, but maybe it, maybe it's not. Maybe they literally did find extra inventory. But they're back up on the website now at the original price. Uh, they may even be gone already. But uh, if if you are looking for these guys, definitely take a look there uh, because the aftermarket price on these guys was already starting to go insane. Yeah. So. Wow. I, I honestly would not doubt that they found some somewhere. That's Jesus Christ. That's been happening a lot lately. So. Or maybe yeah. they got returns and they're selling it and they're just not saying it's like Sideshow Seconds, right? Um, Never know. This was a thing. Iconic Studios put an announcement coming soon. The next release of the Iconic Studios Legends series, The King of Rock and Roll, Elvis Presley. Uh, and uh, it's coming soon. And some people were complaining that they're putting out another figure. They haven't released a figure yet. I can see where they're coming from, but uh, I think Iconic is doing it very tastefully. I think this is their third or fourth figure announced. And uh, Patrick Bateman, I think, is you know, coming fairly soon. Uh, so, you know, I don't think it's to that level of Hot Toys where they're announcing two, three, four figures a week and giving us one. Uh, so hopefully it doesn't get to that point. Uh, anyone here a big Elvis fan? I'm not a big Elvis this? fan, but I think oh, there are a lot of Elvis fans out there. 
good move on Icon Iconic here. Really good move. Lots of potential uh, with this figure, especially with the movie coming out. Uh, so I think it's good timing. Oh, smart, yeah. Yeah, I think it's good timing, and I hope that they knock this out of the park, uh, which I'm sure they will. Same thought on the movie, John, because I think that one, it looks terrific. And who's the director? I know he's done a lot of really stylized not sure. movies before. Boz Lerman, I think, is how you pronounce yeah. it. But anyways, yeah, th this could be really great timing for them. Lerman. <laughs> I'm digging that guitar on the back. I think that's pretty cool. But I like musical instruments. <laughs> uh, Euler says finding backstop happens like when Big Bad Toy Store found six random Igor Iron Man hot toys and sold them for four forty nine with two twenty five store credit. I got one when they did that. Uh, Dean Plarets Kai four new releases. We have. Uh, but I'm not even gonna attempt to read these names. Tell me what we got here. Um. Yeah. His name is uh, Roach. <sighs> yeah, Roach. Shinra. Shinra. Uh, that's the organization they work for. Uh, Roach is a. I want to say he's a first-class soldier. Uh, and then the two other just Shinra soldiers. Uh, I guess one's like a captain with the bike and one's just a regular soldier. Uh, I was really excited for just the regular troops. I don't like Roach. He's like a... He's a new character that they just like came up with and he's honestly fucking stupid. But dear God, these are expensive. I think it's 189 for the figures by themselves and four something yeah, with 489 with the bikes 489 with the but absolutely not bro absolutely not you <clears throat> there's no way absolutely not it's fucking bananas uh i know they don't come out until um 2020 uh, feb feb 2024 so we're yeah so a whole year and and some change away wow. and it's like who do they think they are hot toys <laughs> absolutely not <clears throat> These are $115 figures max without the bikes. With the bikes, maybe maybe two. I don't know where they got these numbers from, but they're out of their fucking mind. I was ready to buy two of the soldiers and call it a day, but I, I ain't touching these. No, ain't no way. And that's my favorite line. That's my favorite game. This is my, like, this is my shit. I ain't touching these. All right. This, to me, was the news of the week. Uh, Gandalf the Grey 1-6 scale collectible figure update. Uh, after careful consideration, the Anart team has decided to add the Moria staff used by Gandalf the Grey in Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, to be closer to the movie character, the change is in large part due to feedback from the collecting community. Anart is dedicated to making the finest quality figures with next-level screen accuracy. And uh, this is addition in keeping with this philosophy. Um, and so... Yeah, we we've been pushing pretty hard on this channel privately, publicly, uh, with with John and Queen Studios, and uh, we were asked to put up a poll. The poll was overwhelmingly in favor of uh, adding the staff, and uh, this is the fruit of that labor. Uh, there are things that are still not accurate. So with this post and and them wanting to keep with the highest level of screen accuracy, I hope that they will address the. Um, the pants issue i think that's really the last uh big thing that i've noticed that was wrong uh but yeah i mean pat yourselves on the back boys we've worked hard for this and uh it was nice to have a little bit of a victory lap with the community uh this week we had lots of messages lots of comments on our last video uh lots of uh comments on our uh prior video to this and then lots of uh messages so uh i think dean's a wave but uh john what do you think about this 
I think this is amazing news. I think this shuts a lot of people out. And um, good on them. I will support them 100%. So far, they are in the running for company of the year uh, because we said it. They listen. The pants, I can live without the pants. I'll be frank. Um, the st it would have been worse if they did the pants and not the staff. I think they did what needed to be done. The pants are hidden under the, the, the cloak. I'm not going to be uh, that much of a nitpicker. Yeah, for that price point, it should be done. And it still might be because I think there was some verbatim there that said there's a couple of more updates that are happening. But um, damn, good on them. Good on them. That's all I have to say. Thanks to everybody who was in the uh, in our group who we put the... Zach put the, what do you call it, the poll up. Everybody voted. Yeah. Everybody commented. Um, congrats to you guys. We did it. And that's it. Congrats to Queen for listening. They came out. They came out and said, we want to listen to the community. That's what they did. They're listening to the community. They took the feedback and listened. If they didn't listen, we would have, we would have brought them straight to the gutter. But they listened, so we have to put them on that pedestal. Yeah, 100%. I ordered mine. Yeah, I ordered mine as well. Now, um, next week, supposedly, we're dotting the I's and crossing the T's. We should have John from Queen Studios here to talk about this update uh, and anything you guys want, really. So if you're watching this video after the fact, leave a comment and uh, let us know some questions. We'll try to get to as many as we can. Uh, Dean, we missed you for a bit, but uh, big, big news here for Collecting Weekly, for uh, Queen Studios, and for the Moria staff people of the world what do you think yeah um you guys kind of spearheaded this whole i mean zach i think you were like the first person to be like excuse me what the hell's going on here and then john was like yeah you know what what the fuck and uh <clears throat> i think you guys kind of said uh a really cool not a precedent but like the fact that you're able to, you know, come to these companies and, you know, huge shout out to Queen because they absolutely didn't have to, they absolutely didn't have to listen. But um, for for uh, collectors to be able to voice their concerns and their opinions about how their dollar spent and what it should be spent on, um, to have that voice heard and to be um, valued to the point where it's like, hey, you know what? We are going to make that decision because you guys pointed it out, and you're absolutely right. I think that's so cool, and uh, I, I really couldn't uh, congratulate you guys uh, enough on <clears throat> on this uh, kind of achievement, you know. And again, yeah. huge shout out to Queen for actually listening to us, the collector. And uh, yeah, super cool. I honestly, when I saw the post, I was like, holy shit, like. I don't want us to be like taking all the credit over here and like, you know, patting ourselves on the back. But like, really, like, I, I honestly believe if it weren't for Zach and John, this wouldn't have happened. So, huge shout out to you guys. Thank you. Before we uh, get to Marco, Gigi's saying, Zach, what is this paper mache type thing that comes with this collectible? I don't know what it was when Marco maybe. What are you? What are you talking about, Marco? Literally, have no clue what she's talking about. I think she's maybe referring to the uh, bird shit Boba Fett, but I do not know. We'll have to <laughs> let us know. We'll have to start a private chat on that one. She, <laughs> and I, I think with uh, M four is in order. Uh, Marco, exactly. My <laughs> Bob, Bob Dylan wants me to deliver his eulogy. 
there. Oh my gosh. Aaron Grove, just like Jazz Inc. Dioramas, changed their whole Batwing cockpit because people showed how it wasn't correct. You got to respect that. Uh, Marco, what do you think about this? Yeah, so I just want to echo everything that has been said and, you know, congratulate Zach and John, really so passionate about this subject, right? And we didn't always agree, but I think ultimately at the end of the day, the the area that everyone agreed on is collectors need to you know have the ultimate version of this figure and if the staff isn't included then it's not going to be the ultimate version so there's you know a really disrespectful way that you can give feedback to a company in a really respectful way and i would just say i was proud of you know this channel for you know always delivering the message of the displeasure in a respectful way and holding the company's feet to the fire and at the end of the day really affecting this change that's going to mean a lot to a lot of people and I will say it's a big win for InArt and Queen Studios because, yes, this may cause them some money in the short run if they've got to, you know, go back to the license holder. But, you know, they're building so much rapport and respect with the community. I know for in the future, if there's issues with the Joker, you know, the, the two-pack that I'm all in on, that they're probably going to make it right. So I would just say this was a really smart move on their end and just really proud of, of this channel for leaving, leading that fight. Yeah, and I will quickly echo virtually everything you guys have said. Uh, I do think that this just shows that like this is the right way to go about something uh, if you want change within the community. I don't remember seeing really any you know, hyper-negative comments uh, when it came to petitioning for this. I think everybody was really respectful, and I thought that was amazing. This is one of the biggest wins uh, in collecting I think I've ever seen. Like, you know, like, it's... Exactly. Like when you have this figure in your collection, dude, like you will remember like these moments for the rest of your life. You'll love that figure, but like just the fact that you guys know that you had some level of input that brought that thing to this like whole new level for for people who are excited about this character, uh, you can't beat that. Like that will be easily one of your best uh, collectibles because of just the memory and what you guys put in so i think that's amazing i I don't think we would have got this stuff it wasn't for you guys i didn't see anybody else petitioning it nearly the same way so you hear that queen and you know would make it even better yeah Yeah, john if you want to send me a a free sec a review sample and make it even better someone to john too uh all right so let's get to the bottom of this uh there was something next to the envelope and i want to be sure what it was marco it's when you made me review it and walked away to get pancake let's get to the bottom of this because that's what we do on collecting weekly so we have the envelope we have a butterfly and we have the ring i'm assuming you're talking about the butterfly in the movie he catches like a moth or a butterfly and whispers to it and then it goes away and summons the great eagle so that's what there we go that's what you're seeing there and i will so. i will give Gigi a shout out that she said you know this thing on the left what is that is that a wand i was like Gigi, dear god that's his pipe that is <laughs> <laughs> unfortunate i fucking <clears throat> i love Gigi and i love marco and i don't care who knows it uh, what I also love is the Asmus uh, Bilbo. Uh, Pete from OFAC uh, put a day one review on the YouTube channel, launched uh, this morning. And uh, if you want to check it out, uh, please do. He also has some uh, shots of the uh, the Gandalf hat, which was included as a freebie, uh, quote-unquote, with, with this order. I think it looks great. Uh, and I think this figure looks pretty good, too, now. Uh, Asmus put out a post today that shows you what, what is inside of Bilbo's book, the Red Book of Westmarch, and you get some really neat little things. I don't know how much of this is canon. I know the front page, uh, front two pages probably are, but the rest of them just have these little nuggets of the Balrog and Gollum and Durin's door, all kinds of little things, and 
uh, Asmus, this isn't the first time that Asmus has done a thing like this, but I love it when companies uh, go this extra step and uh, and do things like this. You know, probably most people will never open the book, but, you know, when Hot Toys uh, did it for the Newt Scamander figure, it's just a nice touch and uh, just a little bit extra bang for your buck. So uh, if you want to check out the review of that, go check out our uh, YouTube channel and uh, Pete did a review that went live today. Uh, Hot Toys also released the Miles Morales uh, this is their fourth most delayed figure of all time, and it finally released. Uh, I had concerns when this figure was first announced, and I repeated them last week, that if the shoes slipped into this, uh, if the feet rather slipped into these shoes, you'd have uh, rubbing issues, and that was 100% the case. Uh, if you were able to watch Justin's review, he confirmed that after just doing it once or twice, the webbing was starting to wear off, so be careful with that. Um, but I think the figure looks good. I think the body looks excellent. I think it's a big, big upgrade from the Young Rich Toys version. Uh, I sold that one a few years ago when I thought this figure was an imminent arrival. Uh, turns out I was wrong because that was like literally a year ago. Uh, but I'm tempted. I think I will be getting this. Uh, probably not putting the shoes on. Uh, but yeah, this, for being so delayed, I think they did a good job. But uh, it definitely does have some areas of concern. What do you guys think about it? Um... <clears throat> real tempting i really want a miles in my collection and uh this uh unlike most people was actually my introduction to miles morales so um i kind of have a hot soft spot for it so i will probably own this eventually we'll see when that is sounded like you said you have a hot soft spot for this figure <laughs> Oh, it's fucking burning hot, bro. Wow. <laughs> I'd love to see that. Uh, John, what do we think about this? Yeah, no, this is easy to pass for me. I'm not a fan of the... Um, I'm not a fan of the f the material when you bend the shoulders, how it bunches up. I think that can lead to problems. Yeah, I do appreciate the posability on the figure, though, but I don't think that the, fa the materials used coincide with the posability. I think it could lead to issues long-term. Um... But for, for photography, I think this would be great. Again, we're the figure's been out, what, a week, two weeks? And we're already seeing uh, rubbing off of the material on the feet? No. Come on. I think it's more oh. like a day, two days. Like, come on. It's, it's, it's not great, right? And what I was saying initially was Hot Toys should make a scene so that you could take the foot off and just pop the boot, the new shoes on like Young Rich did. Uh, but they kept it to that single piece. And, uh, you know, that's what happens when you do that. Uh, what do you think, Ben? Yeah, so I I did like this movie uh, three years ago, and I think if this figure had come out a little bit sooner, I might have been all over it. Um, but the wait for me was too long, and it burned me out. I would say that I like this figure a lot, and I do think it looks really, really cool. I love the outfit changes you can do. Uh, I think the head shape's a little bit weird, but I think they're obviously going for the more an animated style, so I think that's just kind of fitting with that animated style. It's probably pretty bang on compared, like comparatively to the, the source material, but I was a little bit disappointed by the shoes. I think that the shoes look a little plasticky and kind of ugly, uh, and they're definitely not... Um, what are they, Marco? Jordan 1s? I think they um, are the 1s, yeah. They're supposed to be the 1s. They don't look anything like Jordan 1s. So, I... For me, it was a little bit disappointing in the shoes. I think, overall, if you are a Miles Morales fan, I think this is still going to be easily one of the coolest figures you can get. But with the new movie coming soon, uh, like we're probably going to see another outfit on Miles again, right? There are going to be some updates. We have already. And, 
Well, there you go. And yeah, and the new outfit was already release. Yeah, I haven't even seen it yet, so that's that's cool. So, I might if for me it might be a I will see how much the second film resonates with me and kind of kick this down the line a little further because uh, there's so many other figures that I want right now uh, and the hype train for me on this one is gone. Agreed, Ben. And yeah, these sneakers are kind of like the seven of nine of one six sneakers. You know what it's supposed to be, but it's just not quite there. Um, no, I will say, you know, I'd probably, if I were to get this figure, because I, I really do love this movie. I think it's the best Spider-Man movie. And I think the figure looks really cool, but I'd probably display him in the really stripped down without the coat, just the all black uh, outfit. And I don't know that that's necessarily worth the money, considering we're getting a new version. And this version, you know, looks beautiful as well. So... It's one that yeah. I probably will wait on and maybe you're, add it eventually. You're not wrong. And I completely forgot about that. Holy shit. Man, this figure's really late, huh? It's, it's really like late. three years and change. It's been a while. Crazy. Jeez. I think we were like on episode like 40 of Collecting Weekly when this came out. <laughs> it's been a long time. Dude, I think we were still in your kitchen. I think you, you're probably right. And back then I had the same concern. I'm telling you, I'm wow. nothing but consistent. Very uh, consistent. Let's uh, move on here. The Nightmare Batman 2-pack was released. Uh, some people said they updated the the, the code, rather. Um, I will be honest. I don't know what the original was supposed to look like. I don't know if this is any different. You guys will probably have to tell me, but I think it, was it looks a good. Light, it was a light pleather material. Light done. I light see. Done. So is this better or worse? <laughs> what, do you think? what do you think, Marco? More screen accurate. So this and the scarf are more screen accurate. I kind of like the contrast of the lighter coat, but again, people had issues because of the material and the screen accuracy. So this is a change for the better. Um, I never really understood the hype with the Nightmare Batman because it was like a fucking like 30 second scene in that movie. And um, I, it looks cool, but like that figure, like people were just spending fucking stupid money on that figure um and then the extended cut came out of the, this movie and that's like the best fucking batman scene in the whole fucking the whole fucking movie so i would really like this figure but i'm not buying a two-pack it's like just way too expensive um, you got the people on BST trying to sell you the one, the old one for the price of the two pack, which is funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, SpongeBob says the hair, the head shape is because of the hair. When three to four grade hair, you would fill out naturally out in the back as the hair is pulled back. Uh, Mario says Bespin Hunt is forty years late. Not sure if I want it anymore because the movie is so old. To that point, though, we're not also getting new Harrison Ford Han Solo movies. You know, so that's right. kind of to me. That's where I make the difference. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, anyone else have a take on this? No interest. I was just gonna. Say, I was gonna say honestly. I think this. This is Hot Toys definitely making an attempt to squash the Daft Toys sales um, of the aftermarket coat that people were buying. Um, yeah. I agree. I agree with you guys though. Like I thought the black Superman was pretty cool. Actually, like I like the look of it, and I did like the Snyder cut. It resonated with me a lot more uh, than the first film. Uh, and so after I saw the Snyder Cut, I was like, yeah, I could definitely see myself collecting these. Um, but to have to commit to the two-pack is uh, a tough pill to swallow. I do think, I like, as much as I think these are cool, uh, I don't even know what the shipping would look like to get these guys to Canada. I've heard that the shipping has been pretty crazy just for regular life things lately. So to get this size of a box now, you have to be really 
invested uh, to these guys, and I don't know if I'm quite there. So as much as I think these do look, especially the Nightmare Batman, look like screen grabs from the film, like I think some of the photography they're doing with that figure is actually really good. I, I feel like Hot Toys took a bit of a dip in their photography for a little bit there, and um, maybe they've got somebody else working it now, but it definitely is eye-catching and, uh, and incites some excitement. I, I think for me that even though I actually had this pre-ordered, I think I'm going to cancel it as a result, especially with how shipping is nowadays. So. Don't do it, Ben. Don't do wow. it. Let me, let me try to convince you really quick. Okay. This was my most anticipated release this year. And I'm opposite of a lot of people. I was more hyped over the black suit Superman. Obviously, being a Raiders fan, silver and black Superman, come on, that always called to me since the comic book. Don't make that face, Zach. But yeah, so I love this like iteration of this costume. I think it's gorgeous looking. The Nightmare Batman kind of grew on me. I liked it in BVS, but it wasn't a figure that I necessarily thought I needed. But over time, I kind of thought like, oh, that's actually a really cool figure. He'd look really great in a tumbler, perhaps, like kind of a what-if scenario. So um, I, uh, yeah, I'm super, super excited for this. I think this is going to be one that would be sought after in the future. So Ben, I know that's not how you make your collecting decisions, but I'd say maybe sleep on it before you cancel it because this could be, you know, a, a banger of a release, honestly. So really excited to get this one in hand. And yeah. I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe I need to have it in hand, right? Um, but even still, I, I never really intend to sell my figures once I have them. That's, so, a, sorry, big ga- that's a huge gamble, though. Like, oh, maybe if I have it in hand, I'll like it. But it's like, yeah, oh, it's true. How much are you going to spend to maybe <laughs> like it? Uh, and that's, like, going, that's it, right? <laughs> I, I really want the Batman, but I if I'm going to have a Superman in my collection, it's not going to be this one. And... I really want a Superman in my collection because I have the armored Batman and uh, Wonder Woman. So I need a Superman. Um, but ugh, I just, I don't like the black suit. So I might be just... selling a BBS Superman, Dean. We'll talk. Hey, hit me up. Yeah. Unfortunately, wow. yeah. Like as much as I want the Batman, it's just the price point on a, on a Superman I don't want. Like I just, I can't justify it. Uh, let me get the super chat here uh, for Miles' shoes wrap the feet in plastic wrap before sliding the shoes on. I had that idea. I commented on Justin's uh, review yesterday. I think that would probably work, but uh, Tukatri makes a great point. For hundreds of dollars, I'm not wrapping plastic around the feet. So, um, In a way, though, I guess I'm kind of glad they preserved the integrity of this release. They kind of bundled it behind this two-pack wall. Um, I don't know. In a way, I guess I could justify that. It's almost a 2.0 version, though. Like, when you see them side-by-side side with the original Nightmare Batman, it does yeah. look like a marked increase, which makes me feel a little bit bad for anybody who paid the aftermarket prices to get the first one, just for this one to be a bit paywalled, like you're saying, behind a 2-pack, but it is still... Uh, they should have almost called him a 2.0. Like, he is, a, is an improvement over the first. Definitely. Uh, you know what is an improvement, John, our sponsor? Yeah, we want to thank One Six Corner... Uh, their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, fast shipping, best in the business customer service. Collecting weekly listeners get 10% off in stock figures while our show is live using code capital C, capital W10. Choose your figures, pay safely with P- PayPal, and you leave the rest to them. Sweet angels. They're sending us some stuff to review for the channel uh, hopefully next month. So uh, we're very excited for that. Uh our topic of discussion for this week's episode is childhood favorites. So I asked the boys to give me 
uh, some of their favorite collectibles. I think I should have gotten everybody's, but if I didn't, we'll do it live. And um, obviously, we all collect. Some of us have collected since childhood. Myself, I collected as a kid. Stopped collecting around uh, freshman year of high school, maybe a little bit before that. And then, uh, well, actually, probably sixth, seventh grade. Anyway, stopped collecting and then refound it. So uh, let's get into this. So my uh, things that I chose uh, first was the Jurassic Park: The Lost World. Uh, it was like a motorcycle uh, with like a raptor catching gimmick, and you had a um, a character that was in like uh, BMX gear. And it was pretty cool because you could press a button on the motorcycle and it would explode, and you could put it back together. And if you had any raptor toys, you could lasso them with the lasso uh this was like my favorite toy of all time i think i got it i want to see like my eighth birthday and i pretty much played with this thing until it like was destroyed it was iconic for me uh next up transformers armada one of my favorite shows as a kid we got starscream and swindle uh this is uh you know brought me back to the toys r us days uh we bought this uh toys r us and uh i remember on uh we used to live on a military base and you would go to like the base exchange which is like a really small target type store like kind of just everything and they actually had like a pretty good selection of uh armada toys we would go in every few months and pick some out and my brothers and i would just uh you know have a little bit of a collection there and uh lots of memories there and then of course the greatest video game of all time uh pokemon red i remember the day i got my pokemon red uh, the day I got my Pokemon Silver, uh, but Pokemon Red was an iconic game. Brought it everywhere, camping, uh, not technically to school, because I don't think we're allowed to bring it to school, but was pretty that much your first any... RPG? I think so, yeah. I actually think so. Uh, but this this was, you know, as a, as a kid, you had to make a choice, right? Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue. I went yellow. with Red, because that's the yellow. A little bit after the fact, but yes, definitely. And, uh, you know, such an iconic game, uh, really, uh, got me into collecting the Pokemon toys. Cause back then they had all kinds of merch and, uh, it was kind of like a gateway drug to video games too, because I've been gaming ever since. So those are some, some of my picks and I want to hear what Dean the dream Martin has to say about his. You're on mute. A minute ago, you said, Pokemon Red was the greatest video game of all time, which is weird because it's not. It's Final Fantasy VII, and uh, uh, came out. It's red. It came out in 1997, and I remember on the back. I don't know if you guys got this magazine, but I used to get Toy Fair in the mail. Oh my god, the best. And in the back, yeah, in the back of Toy Fair, they had an advertisement for the figures for Final Fantasy VII. And I used to just, like, look at the page for, like, hours. Like, oh, my God, like, I need to own these. I want to own these. And um, I I honestly think this is the f- these are the first toys I bought with my own money. I think I, like, saved some, like, birthday money or something. And, and uh, we went to, <laughs> Zach, you'll know this place, Dragon's Lair. Hey, shout out. And I went and I looked and I couldn't find them. And I was really bummed out. We were walking out of the store. And my brother was like, are these the ones you're talking about? And I looked up and there they were, dude. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah. So I grabbed uh, his, uh, the big box set and the Sephiroth. And uh, I still have them. They're right here in my hands. Um, 
Claude and Severance. I still have all the other ones. Eris, Barrett, Tiva, uh, Red 13, Vincent. Uh, Vincent and Red were separate. You had to buy them separate. And it took me years, literal years. I think by the time I found Vincent and Red, these came out in 97. I think I got them in like 2002. Like, <laughs> it took me forever to find them. Um, but yeah, these, I, dude, I play with these things so much. These are actually, uh, not my original ones. I do still have my original ones, but they're, the paint's chipped and they look like shit. So I bought these a couple of years ago that were f fresh out the box. So they have nice paint details and stuff. Um, so yeah, those are my favorite toys growing up, man. They went with me everywhere. I used to have... Uh, a Game Boy, uh, like satchel, but instead of Game Boys and Game Boy games in there, I put all my Final Fantasy VII toys in there, and I literally carried them everywhere we went. I'm surprised I didn't lose them. Wow. But yeah, those are, that's my pick. Those are mine. Very good. What do we got, John? I can go quick. Um, Christmas one year. Don't the go quick. Talk, the Talk Boy from Home Alone. Oh boy, man. This was, this was a toy for me. I went around recording everything, radio, people talking, and all that. People know what this is from Home Alone, right? Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. Of course, because awesome. it was fully functioning then. Fully, fully functioning. Oh, fully functioning. The tape recorded like exactly out of the film. Like it it was. Oh yeah, That's like awesome. we're going back and oh, yeah. back in time. It worked fully. You record it, uh, you rewind it, you play it, just like you would a cassette tape at that time. Um, so this was, that was awesome. And, uh, I still wish I had it. See if I kept it in the box, I would have had it today. <laughs> but, but, uh, and then on the right was, I don't know if anyone remembers action. Bro, Man. I had an action man toy and I couldn't remember the name of like the series. Yeah. You just like hit me with like nostalgia, bro. Bro, action man. This one was the one with the parachute. Holy mac. It used to go to, I used to have like a triplex used to throw it off the third floor oh. and you just see the parachute open and oh man i just i still have it, this bro. thing too but um and this car you remember his car i don't remember his car but here's like me a show silver you car my it was grandfather one with a bow and arrow yeah my grandfather got this for me look at this the with the off-road oh yeah i remember yeah, that actually this. this is crazy skateboard yeah i think it was a tv show too if i'm yeah, not mistaken i think so uh but this was really like first kind of 12 inch figure that i got that i can remember at least well no i had the toy story stuff too of course but i don't know this one just hits me because that parachute man we used to throw it off and you just see that thing fly it was it was awesome uh and then he had like felt ha not felt but it was a special hair it wasn't like the sculpted plastic and that was like the first time um i had a figure like that that brings a lot of a lot of memories back. That's for and sure. you hate rooted hair. How dare you? <laughs> I don't mind root. Well, yeah. Well, this one was well executed. <laughs> How dare you? For its time, man, dude, you just brought me back with this one. Yeah, I was on Fox Kids. Look at that. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That's awesome. Marco, what do we got here? All right, so some pretty special action figure memories. So I was always a big action figure kid. I will first start with the. You know, the Power Rangers that morphed, so the head would kind of swap out. I think you'd squeeze the torso or when yes. those dropped. I think it was the like, legs. Oh, there you go. Maybe it was the legs together. Exactly. 
It was the belt, wasn't it? You clicked the belt in his head. It might be the belt, yeah. Okay. (laughs) We've all said different things, but one of those things. That's the Canada Uh, version. That's right. (laughs) So, like, these were crazy, though. I just remember when that dropped, I was just so blown away. Like, this is innovation right here. Um, So, like, it had to have that entire line. The other one, all the the X-Men figures attached to the 90s TV show. And I remember, I think the first wave was, like, Cyclops and Wolverine and maybe Rogue. Um, and then they didn't have a Professor X. So like when the Professor X dropped, it's like, okay, they finally got their boss. Like the set is finally complete. Um, and I just remember the chair was like opened up and everything. So again, another like innovation moment. And then the last one is these Legends of the Dark Knight, um, which were larger scale, They're like cool. Batman figures. And I remember like Dean was saying, I would read all the magazines. So like I knew which figures were coming out, but I never saw anything about these. So when my dad got these for me for Christmas, well, let me say my parents, um, but I'm sure it was my dad's idea because um, my mom was pretty sick of my, my action figures at this point. Um, I was like blown away. I was like, oh shit, I n- knew nothing about these. These were a larger scale, like more detailed, like this Bane had the long flowy hair. Um, so I'd say like this is probably entryway into Hot Toys right here because like since then I, I kind of stopped collecting shortly after this, but I always remembered like, damn, that was like the next evolution of, of action figures there. So yeah, a lot of great memories with these. Dude, the Power Rangers, fucking legendary, bro. So good. They actually re-released them last year mm-hmm. as like a updated, modernized version. They still look like this, but I don't know. They're supposed to be modern. And I was like, it took everything in me to not pick up. I couldn't find the Blue Ranger, but if I could, it would have been a day one, bro. Gotta go back and get them now. Shauna got Dude. me the green one, and it's it's nice. It's real nice. It's worth it. Ben, what do you got here? I was so on. This was a harder challenge than I expected because I remember so many freaking awesome toys from back in the day. Um, special shout out to Mark Pearson because uh, the Technodrome was one of his in the chat today, and that was like for me easily one of my favorite toys of all time. I had all the Ninja Turtles, and I would pack them in here and use this as like a play center. I had it so long that I eventually actually lost half of one of the shells. And so I was like driving around with like a half Technodrome um, for a while before I, like I think my mom ended up putting it on a garage sale. You know, like how many cool toys went into garage sales back in the day that like I would be devastated to lose now. But uh, same with the Ghostbusters uh, Firehouse. Once again, I played the heck out of that thing with all the different Ghostbusters, but I would also use other action figures in it as well. Like, I mean, it was it was the hangout for all my favorite figures, Insane, right? Same man. What a dope set right there. It was awesome, and it was funny because uh, the like the blue like the pole like the the what they used to slide the figures down it would rotate all the way down as well. It had like stuff. a disc I, that, on it, right? Yeah, <laughs> it was really cool, man. So. Um, now, the Power Ranger, that brings me back to Christmases. Uh, I remember getting the Blue Ranger and the Black Ranger for Christmas one year as my like main two gifts, and I played with those guys like absolutely constantly, to the point where in adult life I actually went back and I now have the Black Ranger still in my collection, because uh, he's so cool. Uh, the old school like diamond-shaped boxes and stuff, you couldn't beat it. And like Marco was saying, his kind of drug into six scale. This was kind of one of the first forays that I had this and, and some G.I. Joes uh, that were kind of of that next size. Uh, that when I thought, when I first saw Hot Toys for the first time, um, I immediately thought of these old school Power Rangers. Uh, and then last but not least, um, N64 for me is still one of my favorite systems of all time. 
Uh, but Zelda Ocarina of Time, very specifically to me, is my favorite game of all time. Um, there was one year where my next-door neighbor had the N64, and I would go over to his house every single day, and he would not let me play N64. He would just make me, like, sit on the couch, and I could just, like, watch. Was he American? Uh, he was not American. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is an Ontario Canadian, uh, and he would not let me play. Um, and he you? named he named his character. Sounds like a cunt, if you're asking me. <laughs> I hope he's not listening. Oh, look out! I hope he is uh, listening. I hope he is. Fuck that guy. <laughs> but uh, what's his yeah, name? He would, Sean. Sean is his name. Sean, what's your the last name. Cunt. Give me his address. <laughs> but uh, he would not let me play, and so I I. Went to my mom and I was like, I want this N64. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen graphics like this before. And she was like, I will get you an N64 at the end of this school year if you maintain a B-plus average. And I tell you, I worked my butt off that year uh, to get a B-plus average. Pretty pretty minor, right? Uh, and when I got this N64, it was like the greatest achievement I'd ever had as a kid. So How much you pay the teacher? <laughs> I didn't bear anything. Although one year I tried really hard to cheat and I actually like printed specific like letters off and everything and tried to fudge my report card with a fax machine. So I ended up getting caught Jesus because my, 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 my stepdad found little numbers uh, in the keyboard that I had missed on the cleanup and I, I was. Oh, yeah. Ben's report really card looked like a ransom note. <laughs> Fucking different shape. <laughs> the Riddler. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> This is back when computers weren't very good either, so I had to go through like every font style trying to find. Jesus that. Yeah, Christ. but the B plus average I heard it on my own terms, and N sixty four is the goat. I love that shit. <laughs> so yeah, I um, Pokemon Stadium that was my go to, and then Smash Brothers, Ben N sixty four. Was that the story you told me where you came up with the XTV? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So my my gamer tag is XTV, and. Uh, Dean was like, "What? I- what even is like? What even is that?" And that that neighbor, Sean, he, he had named his character Raymond. And when he finally let me play the game after he'd beat it like twice in front of me, he was like, "You cannot play a video game unless you have a gamer name. So what's your gamer name going to be?" And I'm like, "I don't have anything cool like Raymond." Uh, so I just <laughs> randomly. Everybody <laughs> loves Raymond. Oh, that was so funny. It was cool. It was cool. That. Wait, wait, say it again. You, okay, so you you pick XTB as what? So I ran. Well, so like back then they had they'd have the pad of the different letters. So I just like yeah. I didn't know what to choose, and I wasn't creative obviously at the time. So I just zipped around at on the, the control time. pad, and XTB is what came up, and that has literally H been is cool already. That has been my that has been my gamer tag for the rest of my life. Like. <laughs> It was it was Zelda Dean, Ocarina of Time. That dude, created. can you imagine being fucking Raymond? <laughs> XTV is infinitely cooler than Raymond. Right? That's what I thought, bro. Uh, what are no, you gonna have? It's getting hot in here. It's getting Wait, hot. Wait, Dean, here. what's your what's your gamer tag? I know what it is. Uh, but just I, I guess I if have, you want to share it. Yeah, I have a uh, X Dynamite X or. <laughs> Dynamite 54. That's what I try and keep. All my all my stuff is Dynamite 54. My Twitter, Instagram, uh, PlayStation, Xbox. But I forgot my login for Dynamite 54 on my PS when I got my PS4. So I had to create a new account, X Dynamite X, and now that's my PS5 one. John, do you play? Uh, yeah. What what what? My gamer tag on PSN, PlayStation. If anyone remembers, I've had people offer me money for this name. Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto Three. Anyone remember the character Salvatore Leone? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. 
Gamertag Salvatore. No what? numbers, no nothing. Just wow. straight Salvatore. Wow. Damn, that's, that's Damn, you got Salvatore? Jeez. How much money have you been offered? I think it was a couple hundred. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, no, Marco, I'm what not, about you? That's mine. Nine for life. So I was so sick. I thought I was so fucking sick when I made this up in high school. It's Ocram, which is Marco backwards. <laughs> I, mean, I just thought it was. I've always wondered ever. what you're. <laughs> I actually wonder what that was too. That's I, hilarious. I thought I've it was like. <laughs> As he said it, I figured it. Out. I was like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I thought it was so wow. clever. No, ben, cool. what about you? Yeah, I mean, XTB. It's XT. Yeah, XTB one hundred and one. So if anybody wants to add me, feel yeah. free. I, I I game quite a bit. But speaking of my dick. Speaking of my, my dick neighbor, one more quick story because oh. I noticed uh, SpongeBob. I'm glad you didn't mess your symptoms up. Because <laughs> you speaking of my neighbor's right dick. Neighbor. <laughs> uh, SpongeBob SquarePuzzles uh, mentioned Stretch Armstrong in the chat, and uh-huh. he was actually on my list. I replaced him, um, but I, I mentioned that neighbor again because one time we went out into the woods. We were going to go camping for the night, and I brought my Stretch Armstrong, and you know that thing was indestructible. Like you, you, you could pull him like. 12 feet and he wouldn't go right and i had no idea i i had no idea what he was made of inside (laughs) so sean put him and set him up on a tree (laughs) and shot him with a bb gun and he leaked cornstarch uh or yeah corn uh, cornstarch all over the place and it was done never worked again obviously he had a ripped he had ripped rubber so that that brought back a memory thank you spongebob square balls 100 percent wow you'll love to see it uh, my gamer tag for a while was Superstar zero seven seventeen, but uh, now I just do Oxfather. So if you're on Oculus, hit me up, be my friend. Doc Smizzle, this is very dark. Wow. Uh, but yeah, if you're watching later, comment. Let us know what your favorite toys are. I'd love to see what you guys have. Uh, let's get into some movie news. We'll wrap this up. Uh, Jon Snow is returning in the Game of Thrones sequel series, reported by IGN via THR. Um. Cool. I I I'm so done with Game of Thrones. I I don't. But it'll be called Beyond the Wall. But um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I was like, wait, they're coming out the prequel show. It's not even out yet. Now they're doing a sequel show, which I guess is cool. You know, to wrap up properly some of the characters. Hopefully, we'll see someone else. But dude, fucking Jon Snow and Tormund, bro. Their bromance. I want to see that shit blossom. I'm well, maybe not that way. Uh, Gigi <laughs> is telling you to answer for an ice cream emergency, Marco. We need to update ASAP. Uh, Trigun Stampede 2023 original new animation. Uh, Dean, what's this all about? Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember Trigun, but it's a, it's a kind of a steampunk, western, futuristic anime that follows Vash the Stampede. He's a f- gun uh, gunslinger. He has this beautiful revolver. It's it such a cool show. Um, and it, I mean, it ended before it even started playing over here, which was in the 2000s on Toonami. So for it to be coming back is, like, mind-blowing. So just a really cool, exciting piece of news. Uh, there's a lot of old animes that are coming back. Roni Kenshin's getting a new show. Uh, this, uh, what was a uh, Dragon Ball also getting another uh, uh series dragon ball heroes uh i think there was one more but yeah just cool like old anime coming back because this new shit it ain't that it ain't it chief so super is a movie i think for heroes i don't think it's a new show oh i thought it was a whole new 
Could be wrong. It's in the theaters, so I think it's just a movie. Oh, okay. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so there's that. Our movie of the week picked by Ben uh, was Pulp Fiction. The lives of two mob hitmen, a boxer, a gangster, and his wife, and a pair of diner bandits intertwine, rather, in four tales of violence and redemption. I saw this movie first, I want to say 2010. My uncle had showed it to me. And what a film. It, you know, non-linear storytelling, uh, MacGuffin-type film. You have this briefcase with this gold that you never really see what's inside of it. Uh, there's so many little, like, neat things in this film. Some random things, the Gimp really stands out. Uh, some iconic things, uh, Samuel Jackson and uh, John Travolta with the pistols. I need a sticker of that man, me and Dean ASAP. Uh, there's um, just just such a such a great film. Um, I think some of y'all said it may be your first time watching this, so I'm actually very curious uh, to hear what you guys think. But honestly, uh, in my opinion, one of Quentin Tarantino's best films ever made, and um, it's definitely one that if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it because it's incredible. Yeah, this movie, bro, the fucking cast is absolutely incredible. You got, obviously, Quentin Tarantino makes an appearance. I think this might be the first movie he actually appeared in of his own movies. I could be wrong. But obviously, John Travolta, Samuel Jackson, Uma Thurman, incredible. Bruce Willis. I kind of always forget he's in this movie. Uh, Tim Roth, Christopher Walken, of course, with The Watch. Bing Rames, Steve Buscemi, like banger actors, bro. Um, it. I remember when I first watched this movie, Quentin Tarantino has this way of like writing out conversations that just feel like they're they're like actual conversations. They're not like scripted. Um, and I just remember the first time watching it, thinking like, "Oh my god, like movies can be this good, like." I don't remember what year it was, but I was probably definitely too young to be watching it because, like you said, there's some questionable shit in here. Um, and then it um, kind of opened up my eyes to Quentin Tarantino from then on. You know, I kept an eye out for what he was up to. Uh, did this come out before or after Reservoir Dogs? After, right? I believe after. Yeah. Um, I like Reservoir Dogs a little more, um, but... I mean, this movie is fucking amazing. Uh, the diner scene alone is incredible. Um, the bad motherfucker wallet, you know, uh, which, you know, it's on the bottom of Samuel L. Jackson's lightsaber in uh, the prequels. Um, yeah. This... <laughs> I can't say enough cool things about this movie. The scene in the car where he's like, do you believe in, like, like intervention like angels divine intervention <laughs> yeah divine intervention bro i <laughs> when i first saw that scene i remember i was just like <gasps> like it's just so good uh yeah if you haven't seen this do yourself a favor watch it um long as shit but it's good it's worth the it's worth the watch What's long? 8.9 out of 10 on imdb 92 percent run tomatoes two and a half hours so this was my first time watching it Nice. Um, amazing movie. Like, amazing awesome. movie. Um, I love how the story did the full circle at the end in the coffee shop. 
you see these two cycles in the coffee shop about to rob it. And then it cuts to Travolta and Samuel doing their thing. And then you end up back at the coffee shop. Loved it. Um, Samuel Jackson, I think this is the movie that made him, no? Like got him to where he is today. Sort of kicked off his acting career. Jurassic um, Park was that movie. But oh yeah, I Jurassic think he Park. got this role from, because of I'm Jurassic mistaken, Park. Or, Vice versa, but yeah. But regardless, he incredible acting here. Um, we talking spoilers? We could talk spoilers, right? This is old. Yeah, go ahead. I was sad to see what happened to Travolta's character. I didn't. Right. right I uh, that kind of was heartbreaking. But uh, even Bruce Willis, uh, that whole scene with the cops and uh, what's his name, um, Marcel uh, Marcel Wallace, Marcel Marcel yeah. or Marcellus Wallace, Marcellus. Uh, that was cool. Uh, what else was there? It was cool to see that actor. What's from Mr. Deeds, Crazy Eyes? What's his name again? Steve Buscemi. It was nice to see Buscemi. Buscemi was the waiter when uh, Travolta was with Uma Thurman. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to see him that young. Uh, who else was there? Uh, what else was there? Christopher oh, Walken. Christopher Walken. The, Christopher. the watch in the ass. <laughs> that was good. We kept this <laughs> yeah. watch in the ass and then here you go, son. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. But uh, for me, like the ending was a little weird. The ending was weird in the sense that like what's in the case, right? So I did some, like I was doing some reading and they were saying that what was supposed to be in the case was like, um, what's his name? Marcellus? He kind of sold his... Uh, soul to the devil and that's what was in the case he was trying to get his soul back that's why the lock was 666 and then if you see in the movie he has a band-aid in the back of his neck throughout the movie and they yeah. and people have speculated like that's sort of how he sold the devil and that's how the soul left the body and that sort of thing because this movie was very noir for that time now what's his name um Tarantino never confirmed that or anything like that, but that's what people were saying was it was his soul. But uh, beautiful movie, absolutely stunning. And uh, again, Samuel L. Jackson, Oscar nominating performance. There. I don't know if he won anything, but that movie, what he did, what he was able to do in that movie, so many good one liners and what the things they tied in. I, I really enjoyed it. Good pick. Who was it? It was Ben. Yeah, Ben. Yeah. This was this was a good pick. Glad, glad you like him, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Go ahead, Marco. Marco wants to go last. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep my thoughts really brief so Ben can you know, go on this one. I will just say this is a terrific movie. It wasn't the first Tarantino movie I saw. Uh, you know, This and Reservoir, Do- Reservoir Dogs I saw after I saw Kill Bill. I think that was kind of my introduction. I was like, oh, this guy is like incredible. And then going back and, and seeing those two and like all the horrific things those movies have in store, but just the incredible dialogue and... Um, just really some, some banger movies that I would highly recommend if you haven't seen them. Definitely go back and watch. Um, I will still I will say this is probably top three Tarantino for me. So I'd say um, Kill Bill Volume One, Inglorious Bastards, and this probably sit atop. They're kind of in a tier of their own. Although he's you know had some other incredible ones. Um, and then everyone's kind of talked about the cast. Yeah, there's just an incredible cast. A really interesting um, structure to the movie. And just overall, yeah, terrific film. So great pick, Ben. Awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you guys liked it. Uma Thurman, uh, for me, has, has always been such an interesting um, actress to watch. I loved her in Gattaca. 
I love her in this movie. The Kill Bills are easily some of my favorite films of all time. Uh, and her daughter, Maya Hawke, who uh, is, of course, her daughter with Ethan Hawke, former husband, uh, is now, of course, in Stranger Things 4. And I think she's wow. really bringing, she's really bringing the, the acting chops. Uh, she's the girl that works in the video store with uh, the guy with the long hair. So, um, but Steve, amazing. show some respect. Steve, yes, thank you, thank you. It's on the tip of my tongue. I loved this film again. Uh, every well, I should say I, watch, I love it every time I see it, and I forget different parts of it every time I see it. So yeah, the Steve Buscemi as the waiter, I forgot he was in it. That was that was a fun uh, thing to remember. The scene where you know she's overdosing. Um, as, when I was younger, when I watched this, I didn't realize that she snorted heroin. I, I just thought it was cocaine that she snorted an overdose. I didn't realize she snorted his heroin. Yeah, because she was wearing uh, his jacket. Yeah, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense why she went like so into the deep end so quick there. So that was just like a little connecting dot that I'd never actually had before. Um, is Steve Buscemi the waiter because he doesn't tip? Is that the what they're alluding to there? <laughs> oh, there you go. That's about that. Um, oh, I haven't seen. I've never seen Reservoir Dogs. That's actually one I should probably watch. Damn, but okay, we got to choose that. So good, bro. Right, but yeah. No, overall, I'm glad you guys liked it. That was that was the the goal, and and it was fun to to revisit. 100. percent My pick for movie of the week. Uh, I want to see if you guys can stream it. I have it in my Voodoo, so John, you should be able to watch it either way. Is Creed. Creed? The boxing one. The first yeah. one. The first one. Yeah. Cool. Let's go. That's fucking good. What Such a, a, never watched what a that fucking either. amazing film. You've never seen Rocky either. Yeah. So I don't think you're going to really get it, but I will be picking Rocky soon as my next pick. I He's the son. Creed. Isn't he the son of uh, one of the fighters that Rocky fought? Uh, Apollo Creed, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Dean, let's say thank you to the people, Patreonies of the world, that keep the network going. Yes, the three pillars we want to give a shout out to. Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, King Louis, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, James Colley, Equan, Chris Valenserina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gist, Daminator, Joao Breda, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Dini Martin, Stephen Kret, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Caesar Mariquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bomonsky, Rick DeGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Irwin Azucena, The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Tukathri Wa, Derek B, Carlos Saavedra, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dalmaton, Jimmy James, Stephen Percha, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Mizanars, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. What a bunch of angels. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of Brenton Palmer, we'll be launching a Brenton Palmer Question of the Week show uh, segment video very soon. We got the logo finalized with Brenton. We're just dotting the I's and crossing the T's. So stay tuned for that. It'll be a way for you guys to interact with us. So we can read some comments, etc. cetera. Uh, June Patreon benefits. Those are going out here in the next few days. We have the Oxbox sticker and the Rainer Sandal sticker. If you want to join us on Patreon, you can do so at the link there. Uh, we have three tiers. The Sweet Angel tier, $5 a month sticker sent straight to your door. 
and access to Ox After Dark Replay, the certified crispy uh, tier, the crispy certificate on your first pledge, uh, figure fix assistance, and all the benefits of the previous tiers. We also have the What A Guy tier, which is the Pog Deluxe set, and it doubles of all the stickers we send. Uh, YouTube channel members, we have Mojo Z78, OG Fan, Absolute Irwin, uh, Bama, Test Just One, Mark Pearson, DK Avenger 702, Ben Thomas, OMFG Rick, Paul Schreiber, S Beam, Andrew Gibo, Andres IB, CC3PO, Daminator, uh, Lemur Hernandez, Sean, uh, Sam Gist, Carlito, Thomas Clark, CT603, and Eddie Money Mendez. If you want to join the membership tab, clip, click that link there. 99 cents gets you in if you're a Patreon member, or 2.99 if you are not. We need one more member to get John his emoji unlock. So uh, if you guys are interested to get that uh, next benefit, uh, hit that button and, and subscribe to the uh, membership tab. Here's a look at the network. We have Collecting Weekly Live, OFAC Podcast. They'll be going live next week. Small Talk Live this week, uh, which is going to be a replay. It's going to be the Razor Crest review that uh, Marco, uh, Cody... Uh, Dylan and Sean and myself did After Dark live tomorrow at 10.30 Bricks and Brews, I think it's this Sunday if I'm not mistaken The Ringcast live unboxing, we had a replay on Monday, went very well, so congrats to you guys for that uh, Collectors Club on Friday and Live and Let Dice is back this Saturday, we had to take a little bit of a hiatus uh, Cody and his family all got uh, real sick uh, last time we were supposed to do the show, so everyone's feeling a little bit better and so we're going to do that uh, continuation and uh, we're also working on some extra content for live and let dice we're going to do a season one wrap-up for uh, quote-unquote like the midway point of the campaign and it uh, should be should be pretty neat and uh, Dean I'll let you talk about this here yeah Zach and I are going to be doing a new stream on Saturdays whenever uh, we don't have anything scheduled so let's draw starring Zach and Dean and Zach and I will be taking uh requests from the uh watchers and listeners and the patreones on a on our youtube live stream and uh we'll be drawing head to head so if you're like hey draw spider-man zach will draw one and i'll draw one and we'll see what you guys think and we all know how that turns out so yeah yeah it was just a chill hangout stream um we're trying to work out a way to <laughs> yeah there's zach spider-man yeah Absolutely it'll be classy. like super chat based so like if if you do like a bigger super chat <laughs> dean and i will do more intricate drawings um but yeah it's just a way to uh you know raise some funds for the channel a lot of people ask dean for drawings so this would be a way for you guys to be able to get some dean original art and uh you know he can maybe send you the file for print or if you want it signed maybe you could pay a bit extra to get that done so uh, you know, just some ideas for, uh, you know, for the channel, uh, especially now that Pose Wars is kind of postponed indefinitely, just an alternative Saturday bit of content uh, for the network. So this uh, is going to be any... like, uh, this is going to be Go like ahead. super bad, super bad where Jonah Hill has a whole book of like dicks drawn in different outfits. <laughs> there you go. I can see the super chats right now. There you go. Yeah, so it'll be fun, and if any of you guys uh, on CW want to join us and draw with us, uh, you're always welcome. But uh, for now, just be, uh, you know, a, a bit of a chill hangout. You know, worst case, we don't get any super chats. We just draw whatever we want, and uh, hopefully I'll get better drawing, and maybe Dean can teach me a thing or two. But, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I know Victoria said she wants to try to hop on at some point, too. So we'll be we'll be definitely a neat thing. Uh, as far as, uh, and so that'll be not this Saturday, but next Saturday is the first one. Uh, T Public, they go on sale quite often, but uh, even if they're not, they start at uh, 20 bucks for a shirt. We have a lot of different designs there. 
uh, at the link there. You can show your support for CW, and uh, you know we got a few bucks for every shirt sold. Uh, John, can you do me a favor and read our socials for me, please? Yeah, on Facebook we got Collecting Weekly. Uh, we also have Collecting Weekly Auxiliary on Instagram. Follow us at, at Collecting Weekly, at Collecting Weekly underscore Clips, and at the underscore Everyday underscore Collector. You love to see it. Uh, shout out time. I want to give a shout out to Dean and Eddie. Uh, Manzanara specifically they went to my birthday celebration on Friday kind of a interesting dinner that we had there but uh, it was fun nonetheless and uh, shout out again to everybody I know I said at the top of the show but got so many great birthday wishes and uh, a few gifts from people I really appreciate that uh, made me feel nice and nice and warm and loved and also shout out to Victoria made my birthday and Father's Day fantastic shout Jesus. out to BB. Oh, there is a busy week for me, John. Looks like at least a meat on the bone, bro. And happy Father's Day to you, John. Oh, Hopefully I appreciate that. One, buddy. Yeah, happy. Fa- oh, yeah, happy. That's true. Happy Father's Day to everybody who celebrated. Um, that's yeah. a big shout out. Yeah. And uh, the community as well. Uh, everyone who who tuned in tonight and tune tunes into the show, all our shows, appreciate the support as well. Anyone else have a shout out they want to give? I have one last shout out. I have to say it again. Shout out to you guys for getting that uh, that staff of Moria. I am excited to see that figure. So, and to all of the community members who got on board with us and uh, made sure I got done with you guys. So can we can we get a? There. I'm sorry, guys. Queen is the nominated company of the year. Oh, uh, Queen will 100% be my nomination. No, no, not from you. I need to hear it from Ben and Marco. I'm not saying anything yet. Exo's got a Exo Six got a long Exo Exo. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'll put Asmus before Exo. Oh my God! Get wow. the Homelander so-so toys in hand, then I'll make the call. All right. Oh my yeah. God. Also, uh, I'm working on a joy of hobbing. I, I keep saying that, and I just never post them because I feel like they're not good enough. But um, if I do post it, go smash that thumbs up. You guys have been great with the video uploads lately, but. I don't know. It's, it's about the eye thing. I know we talked about Gandalf a lot, but I did some eye mods, just like uh, showing the process. Because a few people hit me up if I would do it for them, but it's like eh, I'd rather just show you how to do it, and that way I don't have to do it for you. But uh, there's some Patreonies that I'll definitely be doing it for. Because I was about to say, well, well, I mean, it's figure like if you broke your figure, not fixing your figure that's perfectly working. <laughs> okay, that's, okay, that's my out. That's my out. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, I think we had a good episode. I'm Zach. Sorry, I'm Dean. I I went mute as soon as he said it. My bad. My bad. I'm Jonathan. I'm Raymond. Wow. You're Raymond? (laughs) Oh my god, you don't feel good. (laughs) Episode. Thanks, guys. No bye from Dean? Au revoir. Sorry, I was on mute. I was on mute again. (laughs) (laughs)